Welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. It's like, it's like the drumsticks at the beginning. <laughs> we ought to do our own intro, shouldn't we? Three, two, one. Well, the red light is rolling. Welcome to the latest edition of Fleet Geeks podcast. And uh, there's uh, uh, all three of us in town today um, to uh, visit you with some delightful uh, talk about uh, what are we going to be talking about, chaps? What are we going to? What, what's the subject so, of this podcast? Facebook is always my, my content go-to, yeah. uh, and this session we were going to have a quick talk on the professional HGV drivers group the other day, fifth uh, of June, no less. Uh, group member asked, "Anyone know who you report a transport manager to if you feel they are breaking the law? Can a transport manager have his TMCPC revoked?" Question mark. And I thought that got us thinking. If you're a transport manager out there, should you make your drivers aware of a whistleblowing process if they're not happy? Uh, if you're a director of a transport company, should you have that? Because I'll be honest, a lot of the DVSA visits I've been subject to have normally been off the back of Intel provided That's by correct. this grumble yeah. driver, yeah, former transport manager. So yeah, I'm, I'll just sort of put it to you guys. What, what do you guys think about it? Well, let, let's get the, let's get the technical bit out of the way first. So, can a transport manager have his TMCPC revoked? Not not really, because it's um, what, what they can do is lose their good repute, um, and good repute, as we know, is a requirement for uh, a standard national or a standard international license. So, if you've lost your good repute, then you're not going to be able to act as a transport manager. Your license to practice has basically been uh, gazumped. It, it's not unknown for traffic commissioners to suggest I think that's probably not suggest is tell uh, <laughs> uh, transport managers to retake the, the exam and present uh, a new certificate so kind of yes and no yeah technically it's a it's a loss of repute but yeah they could be asked to they could be banished from the industry forever or or asked to, uh, to to come back and when they've done some what they call rehabilitation which is a word that they actually use uh, in in uh, those uh, hearings so that's that bit. The rest of it, I, I personally think it is a great idea to have some transparency. What do you reckon? I, I definitely just. I also say that there's, a, there's been a, there's been more than one failing if it gets to that mm. stage as well. Mm. And there's there's obviously not the relationship between the transport manager and his drivers, and mm. uh, so there's there's definitely more than one failing there. And and with the whistleblowing uh, process and policy, I think any any big business should have that really. Yeah, absolutely. It's a sensible decision, doesn't it? Absolutely. So I I think. It's something. It's something that I've never even really had a conversation about as mm. a safeguarding process for yeah. for a business, but it's certainly something that I think we need to advise on moving forward. Actually, and it's probably worth putting as part of our auditing and recommendation process. Mm. It's just to have a simple part of the the employee handbook where there, there there's a clear whistleblowing process, which means. You know, if you're not happy with the transport manager and the way they're treating you, then you're able to report that to a senior member of the business who isn't the transport manager. And that gives you the opportunity to manage the situation yeah. in-house yeah. without having to escalate it. Because the cost, the, the impact, what's the impact cost of a DVSA investigation? You know, generally speaking, they'll request tachograph data. They're going to request vehicle maintenance files. There's, it's going to take someone a couple of days to prepare. You're then going to have... 
you know the, the the key stakeholders in a meeting for a day and you know potentially any further issues so you, you you're really dodging a dodging a bullet if you can manage that, yeah, yeah. manage that situation proactively. I suppose there needs to be a difference between the grievance procedure and a whistleblowing. A grievance procedure with the transport manager would be always, always giving Fred some overtime or, you know, he was nasty to me the other morning or didn't say, you know, that that's a kind of grievance. Give, whereas, give me all the shit jobs. Yeah, gives me all yeah. the shit. As opposed to my transport manager asked me to do something which is clearly illegal yeah. or is potentially illegal. I so, think I think they work together a little bit though. If yeah. someone's got a grievance against the transport manager, they could then be looking for faults to report the transport manager. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And I, I guess I guess I'll offer a new service for flagship then, because if you if you had a whistleblowing procedure, you may not have someone in house who they feel they could do that to. Yeah, and therefore it might be worth engaging an external person uh, to be on standby to be that person to be able to handle it impartially. Because ultimately, yeah. it's important if you have a if you have an escalation process, it needs to be. Without prejudice, it's yeah. a bit. It's a bit, like yeah. a, it's a bit like an investigation that we'll have to follow, which is something you'd carry out if there was a a, dis- a potential disciplinary matter. You need to ensure there's a fact find first. So uh, you, you may need someone external to the business. Absolutely, I think that's a, that's a really good point, Pete. I think that would be. I mean, if you you know you in in terms of, of this business, you, you know, if you ask me now to go and uh, shoplift. Uh, you're asking me that to you know to, to clearly do something illegal, and it's that's no different from a transport manager who asks a driver. Mean, you mean you bought those cases? <laughs> no, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. I thought you actually bought them. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some cakes in this afternoon. I, uh, yeah. Yes, we yeah I I, we, I bought them. Uh, didn't didn't luckily I didn't steal. Would have got a bag otherwise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it, it it's as clear cut as that, isn't it? It, it is. is yeah. It is. It is. Uh, you know, if if that was the allegation that the transport manager had asked you to do something illegal as opposed to just something you didn't want to do. <laughs> Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfill their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. It's, 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 it's a tricky thing, isn't it? Because, yeah, I, I think... Um, so in, increasingly, and I know I've not mentioned this to you, to, to you guys before, but increasingly, I... I I feel like there's going to there's a need for a transport manager's code of conduct. I feel like there's like a there's a place for like a a more senior quality level of transport manager where they've where they've got a code of conduct and they almost have like an independent um, an independent sort of governing of uh, making sure that they 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 maintain those uh, those standards. But that I, I sort of digress. Mm. That's maybe something for another podcast. But um, yeah, I think. I, I, I guess my advice is have a look at or have a speak to your drivers. What would they do if, whether you're, if, if you're a director or you're a transport manager, if you did something to piss them off, are they going to go straight to the... And it's tricky, isn't it? Because it's almost like giving them an idea to do something. But actually, I, I guess you're better off... Uh, I guess you're better off dealing with it proactively, right? Absolutely, Going, yeah. You know, this is... You, you may choose to behave how you may choose to behave. If you want to choose to be a troublemaker, then go and cause trouble. Uh, however, you know, if you've je- got a genuine concern and you want it to be resolved, if you feel like we're asking you to do something that you shouldn't, 
this is the process to follow and it will be mm. dealt with it will be dealt with in an impartial without prejudice manner I, I suppose yeah do you think yeah I think so what about Jay what do you think of it's just slightly changing it what about um, uh, you know from your background uh, you know in, in terms of uh, maintenance and, and, and fitters what about the grievance that the driver may have as to defect in a vehicle that he, that the Point. driver believes is defective and the transport manager says no take it it'll be all right what, what do you That's, where do you see see that from your so if, the, if the transport manager there's a great document out there the uh, categorization of defects Defe- yeah yeah the great document to yeah. uh, to look at Absolutely. to see what you know the severity what it would be it may just be an improvement notice or yeah. things like the headlight or lights that you can still drive it during yeah. the daylight had many of those conversations with drivers, etc. Um, so that, that's one port of call you could look at. Um, and if you, at the end of the day, if you're not, if you don't feel a vehicle safe to take out, it's your call, it isn't is it? Your it call has to be your call. It has to be your call. And you have to have that confidence as a yeah. driver as well to say, you know, this is my call, and I don't think it's safe. Yeah. But then I always think as well, it needs an adult discussion with a transport yeah. manager as well. You know. And a transport manager should be at that level of profession where he's going to make the right call. I know it doesn't happen every time. No, pressures of work, pressures of pressures customers. Of work, yeah. I always used to say the job would be a great one if it weren't for the customers because they're the ones who put you pressure at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of the day, road safety is key, isn't it? Yeah. And, and and doing things legally and right. But yeah, the categorisation of defects is a great great thing to look at. Uh, and also just having that adult conversation. Adult, yeah, I think you're right. I think too many times that transport managers are probably guilty of. Treating drivers a little bit contemptuously, yeah, and a little bit, yeah. you know, you, you know, you, you take it because I've told you it's all right. Whereas if you explain it to them, um, or even get, a, you know, even get a fitter to explain it to them, um, you know, it, it, it's 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 that, that's the way, isn't it? That's the way that the way forward, isn't it? Ask for advice. Ask the trans. Ask tell the transport manager. Ask for advice for the maintenance uh, provider. Perhaps. Yeah. It might be a case of uh, they're in the area. They can pop by, or you, you can even run by and uh, get them to have a look at something. Yeah, absolutely. So th- there's ways around it. it. Doesn't always have to be that conflict, does there? It is. It is. It is. It is right, isn't it? Is it? It's like with vehicles. I think sometimes if 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 somebody in a set of overalls. Uh, tells you something, then you tend to to believe them. Uh, But if if a transport manager tells you it, they're not going to believe you. I've probably told this story before, but it goes back to years ago when I was working in a a car dealership, actually. I won't mention the franchise, I think people know. Um, But, you know, I ended up as a service receptionist, uh, having been a time-qualified, you know, fitter. uh, And customers wouldn't believe me, but I dragged somebody out of the workshop wearing a pair of overalls and they would tell them the same stories I told them. And, oh, okay, I see now. Yeah, that's <laughs> just because they're wearing a set of overalls. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, it, it's worth spending that extra few minutes with a driver just to putting their mind at, at ease, isn't it, with that sort of thing. But, In, interestingly as well, when I was a transport manager, I was told, I'll oh, be careful of him, he'll always get a defect Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that puts that seed in your head that, that is the driver telling the truth here? Yeah. So there's a lot to it, isn't there? It's not just a case of... Uh, Taking things at face value, you need to you need to do due diligence, don't you? Make de- sure things are right. I'm defecting that tire. Why? Oh, it's black. Black round got hole in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I anyway, love that one. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Think about it. Do you need a whistleblowing procedure? I think it might be worth investigating and discussing at a senior level. And uh, yeah, possibly looking to put that in place. And if you're an ETM, uh, maybe implementing an external person to have a whistleblowing procedure. That's a great idea. Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Right. Thank you for listening. Hope you you enjoy it. See you soon. Bye. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.